Good morning, Christ Church. So good to be with you again this morning. Thanks so much to the Hoods for reading today's scripture text. Uh, before we reflect on the meaning of those texts for our lives, let's pause for a moment of prayer. Will you pray with me? Gracious Lord, we do give you thanks for the gift of today, for each person who's gathered with us virtually for worship. We pray that your Holy Spirit will surround us wherever we are. And the words that we hear, the thoughts that we have, uh, will bring us health and wholeness this day. Uh, we ask you to be our teacher. In the name of Christ our Lord. Amen. So I love a story I read about a 90-year-old man who went to play golf. And he got put in a foursome with three young businessmen. Now before they teed off, the businessman asked the 90-year-old if he'd like to play for a little bit of money. Sure, he said. Okay, they replied. And since you're much older than us, we'll give you a few strokes. Oh, you don't have to do that, the old man said. I've been playing quite well lately. In fact, the only real problem I have is getting out of bunkers. Okay, the businessmen replied, and they began the round. Well, the old fellow was telling the truth, and to the amazement of the businessmen, he played great. In fact, when they came to the 18th hole, the score was even, and whoever won that hole would get the money. Well, the businessmen hit nice drives and approach shots that landed on the green, but they each two-putted for pars. Then the 90-year-old man hit a nice drive too, but his approach shot went into a sand bunker beside the green. Seeing this, the businessmen figured they had the old man beat. That is, until he pulled out his sand wedge, stepped into the bunker, and nonchalantly hit the ball into the hole for a birdie, giving him the match. Stunned, the businessmen walked over to the man in the bunker and said, That was an incredible shot. You made it with such ease. We thought you had trouble getting out of bunkers. Well, I do, the old man replied. Could somebody give me a hand? Okay, it was a silly story. But it does get us to the topic of today's message in our worship series, Theology, the Spiritual Nature of Golf. And that topic is turning bunkers into birdies. You see, in the game of golf, a bunker is a hole or a depression in a fairway or near a green that's been filled with sand. Bunkers, or sand traps as they're often called, are strategically placed all around the golf course. And they're meant to penalize golfers for misdirected shots. So when a golfer hits their golf ball into a bunker, it can be very hard for them to get it out. Well, the truth is, golf is not the only place where we can experience bunkers, is it? We can also experience bunkers in our lives. In life, bunkers are those difficult situations that we sometimes face that can be so hard for us to get out of. And we experience these bunkers in all kinds of ways. Sometimes the bunkers we experience in life are a result of our own poor decisions. Maybe we take on too much debt and end up in a financial bunker. Or we treat someone poorly and end up in a relational bunker. Or we work way too much, fail to care for our bodies, and end up in a physical bunker. At other times, however, the bunkers we experience in life are a result of circumstances that are beyond our control. A worldwide pandemic happens and we find ourselves in a bunker of loneliness. The economy tanks, we lose our job. And we end up in a vocational bunker. We grow older. Our health declines. And we end up in a health bunker. Bunkers come in all shapes or sizes. Sometimes a result of our own poor decisions. Some are a result of circumstances beyond our control. However we land in life's bunkers, however, and however difficult they can be to get out of, if we take the right approach, we can emerge from the bunkers in golf, and life with great success. 
In fact, PGA teaching professional John Fleming says, with the right approach, most golfers can not only learn to get out of bunkers successfully, they can learn to turn many bunkers into birdies. So how do we turn the bunkers of golf and of life into birdies? I think John Fleming and our faith offer us four very simple but very helpful tips. Let me share what they are. First, to turn bunkers into birdies, Fleming and our faith say we need to make sure we have a solid foundation. Fleming puts it this way, the first step to hitting a good bunker shot in golf is to dig your feet into the sand and make sure you have a solid foundation. That's because no one can hit a good bunker shot if they're off balance. Well, the same holds true when it comes to turning the bunkers of our lives into birdies. If we want to hit a good bunker shot, our faith says we need to make sure we have a solid foundation. Our faith says that solid foundation is found in a relationship with God. As the psalmist beautifully puts it in Psalm 18, 1 and 2, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my strong deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold and my sure foundation. The first step to turning the bunkers of our lives into birdie opportunities is to dig our feet into a secure, solid relationship with God. That's because God is the one who will love us, who will guide us, who will give us the strength we need to deal with the bunkers we experience in life. So how do we dig our feet into a solid relationship with God? We do it by engaging in some type of spiritual practice that opens us up to the presence, the peace, and the power of the Holy One. Abraham Lincoln understood this back in 1861. Our country was engulfed in a horrible civil war. During that difficult time, Lincoln wrote these words. Many times I've had the overwhelming conviction that I did not know what to do. In those times I simply fell to my knees and looked to the One who holds all things together. See, by engaging in a spiritual practice, the practice of prayer, Abraham Lincoln found strength, wisdom, creativity he needed to reunite our country. So if your life is in a bunker today, I'd suggest the first thing you need to do is make sure you're engaging in some kind of spiritual practice that helps you develop a secure, solid foundation in God. Second, however, to turn bunkers into birdies, Fleming and our faith say, we need to open the face of our club. Once you have dug your feet into the sand and established a secure footing, John Fleming puts it, you need to open the face of your sand wedge. This will allow the club to slide under the ball and lift it gently out of the sand. To get out of a bunker in golf, you need to open the face of the club. And to get out of a bunker in life, well, we need to open something too. We need to open our minds. In other words, we need to be open to new and creative ideas. We need to be open to alternative ways of doing things. We need to be open to approaches that may at first seem counterintuitive. You know, we see this in this morning's gospel story, don't we? In the story, Jesus comes up upon a blind man, and in order to heal this man, Jesus does something he doesn't normally do. He spits on the ground. Then making mud out of his spit and the dust, 
he places the mud on the man's eyes. Now, if you take time to read the New Testament, you'll find this is something new for Jesus. When Jesus normally heals someone, he simply speaks a word or touches them in some way. In this story, however, Jesus does something totally different. Something totally creative. Something out of the box. I believe the image of mud on the man's eyes in the story reminds us of the mud that God used to create a human being in the second chapter of Genesis. And I may be crazy, but Jesus' use of this mud in the story is a reminder of the creative power of God. It's meant to remind us that sometimes to get out of the bunkers we find ourselves in in life, well, we have to stop doing the same old things in the same old way. Because all that does is get us the same old results. Instead, we need to be open to new ways. We need to be willing to try different ways of doing things. We need to be willing to be creative. Think outside the box. You know, as a church, we've come to know that reality well, haven't we? With the onslaught of the pandemic a few months ago, we found ourselves in, well, what I call a COVID-19 bunker which made us unable to gather in person for worship or fellowship in the ways that we always have. So what have we had to do? We've had to be open. Open to doing things in different ways. We've had to be willing to get creative, to think outside the box. We have had to learn how to do online worship. We've had to learn how to gather for fellowship through Zoom. We've had to learn how to serve people in need while remaining socially distant. To get out of the COVID-19 bunker, we've had to get creative. Step out of our comfort zone. Be open to new ways of doing church. And the truth is, to turn any of life's bunkers into birdies, we have to be willing to do the same thing. We have to get creative out of our comfort zone. Do things in a whole new way. This leads to the third tip that we get. And it is this, to turn bunkers into birdies, Fleming and our faith say, we must lean forward. To hit a bunker shot, Fleming says, you must shift your weight forward in your stance. Lean into the shot. This will keep your lower body from becoming too active during the swing and changing the club's impact position. You see, to get out of a bunker in golf, you have to lean forward into the shot. You need to put most of your weight on your front foot rather than your back one. Well, to get out of a bunker in life, we need to do the same. We need to lean forward. We need to put most of our weight, our energy, our focus on the future instead of the past. Now, letting go of the past can, can really be a difficult thing for many of us to do, right? That's because the past is, well, it's something we know. And who wants to let go of what we know for the unknown? The past is familiar. And who wants to let go of the familiar for the unfamiliar? The past is comfortable, like an old pair of shoes. And who wants to let go of what's comfortable for something that's uncomfortable, even if our old shoes are falling apart? But the truth is, if we don't let go of the past, if we don't lean forward, well, we'll never experience the good things God has in store for us. You know, the Apostle Paul knew this. 
That's why in his letter to the church at Philippi, he says, Forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call in Jesus Christ. Someone once asked Jack Nicholas what he thought the most important shot in golf was. You know what Nicholas said? It's the next shot. To be successful in golf, he said, you have to have a short memory. Instead of worrying about a bad shot that you made on the last hole, you've got to focus on future possibilities. You know, like the Apostle Paul, Jack Nicholas was right. To turn the bunkers of our lives into birdies, we must be willing to let go of past mistakes, past failures, past hurts, past ways of doing things, whatever is holding us back, and lean forward into God's good future for us. This leads to the final tip. To turn bunkers into birdies, Fleming and our faith say we have to commit to a full swing and follow through. Fleming puts it this way. Once you've secured your footing in the bunker, opened the club face and placed your weight forward in your stance, you need to commit to the shot. You need to accelerate and follow through. If you quit on it, you'll be doing it all over again on your next shot because you'll still be in the bunker. So to get out of bunkers in golf, you have to commit to a full swing and a follow through. And the same holds true for getting out of the bunkers of our lives. In other words, we have to commit to doing something positive and then follow through with it. That's what the blind man learned in his encounter with Jesus. After putting mud on this man's eyes, Jesus said, go wash the mud off your eyes in the pool of Siloam. The man did. And when he came back, well, he could see. To get out of the bunkers of life, we, like that man, have to commit to doing something positive. To washing the mud from our eyes, whatever mud that may be, and follow through. Several years ago, a friend of mine who had just moved to a new city and bought a house, had his first baby, got laid off from his job two weeks before Christmas. As you can imagine, this was a very frightening and stressful time, not only for him, but for his family. He and his wife didn't know a lot of people in their new neighborhood. They were still adjusting to being new parents. And as you know, the holidays were, were just not a good time to be job hunting. Now my friend could have wallowed in self-pity over what happened. Or he could have allowed himself to be paralyzed by fear. But he didn't. Do you know what he did? Every day he got up. He took a shower and he got dressed as though he were going to work. Then he sat down at his computer, worked on his resume, and began applying for jobs that he felt he was qualified for. My friend did this day after day, week after week, month after month, until one day, well, one day he heard back from a hiring manager of a company that was interested in him. And to make a long story short, he ended up getting the job. So what's the point? My friend reminds us if we want to turn the bunkers of our lives into birdies, we need to do the same thing. We've got to be willing to commit to doing something positive and then follow through with it. Sometimes day after day, week after week, month after month, until good things begin to happen. For in a financial bunker, 
We need to commit to a budget based on our income. Then follow through by sticking to that budget. We're in a relationship bunker. We need to commit to seeing a counselor, making an appointment, and then showing up for it. We're in a vocational bunker. We may need to commit to a job change. And then follow through by getting additional training or having a meeting with a career coach or sending out resumes. Here's the point. However you want to put it, turning bunkers into birdies in golf requires a willingness to commit and follow through with our shots. Turning bunkers into birdies in life requires us to do the same thing. So there you have it. Golf and life are filled with bunkers. But you and I can get out of those bunkers successfully. In fact, we can even turn our bunkers into birdies. How can we do it? By making sure we have a solid foundation in God. By engaging in spiritual practices that connect us to the Holy One. By being open. Open to new ways of thinking. New creative ideas. New ways of doing things. By being willing to get out of our comfort zone. By leaning forward and focusing on the future. Letting go of the past, as uncomfortable as that may be. And finally, by being willing to commit to a full swing and follow through with positive things that can help. I don't know what kind of bunker your life may be in today. But I do know this. If you and I will follow the wisdom of our faith, God can help us get out of those bunkers. In fact, I believe God can help us turn those bunkers into birdies. Let's pray about that. Oh, gracious Lord, you know what bunkers we may be in our lives this morning. Some of those bunkers are incredibly challenging. And we feel at a loss as to how we can emerge from them. And yet, through the wisdom of our faith, You offer us some steps that we can take. So we ask, O Lord, that we would apply this wisdom to our situation, not just today, but in all the days to come. Until one day, with your help, we emerge from whatever bunker we may be in to find new hope and new life. We ask all of these things in the name of Christ our Lord, who entered the bunker of death and emerged with resurrected life. Amen.